Herma is the guy on the Chiefs. I don't want to talk. About coming this. straight home to I me, Chris. What do you think? What do you think she meant by that? I didn't know what she meant when you wrote Argentina's big night. What do you think in the that, Google document that she meant by that? I thought maybe you were talking about like the World Cup. <laughs> no, that already happened. That was last year. Remember? Well, all everything already happened. Damn. What do you think about it? <laughs> what do you think? Except for things in the future. That she meant by that, Chris. Huh. If you had well, to parse, think for a second. parse some hidden meaning. This is my Jiminy Glick. What, what, <laughs> what did you mean by that? Whoa, wait, have we talked about Jiminy Glick before? I don't think so. That's crazy. <laughs> I have some friends that will love to hear you talk about Jiminy Glick. Who doesn't love Jiminy Glick? No, nobody doesn't love Jiminy. I'm okay. just saying most people are not familiar with Jiminy right, he's Glick. A, he's a comedy um, nerd's character. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the thing I most associate with Jiminy Glick is not even a Jiminy Glick quote. This is some very inside baseball, but I think you'll like this story. I think I will too. Um, a so, are you you're familiar with Promising Young Woman, the film? Yes, I I was a fan of it. Okay, and of course that was directed by Emerald Fennell, the one and only. Uh, she has a new movie coming out, Saltburn. Saltburn. Exactly. Look at me. I'm crushing this so far. You're killing it. And when Saltburn premiered at festivals, um, and, you know, sort of initial reactions from awards people and reviewers were coming out, this one, I won't bother to name them, but a prominent um, awards journalist prefaced their, it was, this was on Twitter, or I should say X. Um, isn't it so funny? Show some respect. It's called X. <laughs> I just like how like no one you ever, ever about that? like no news organization can say X without saying like formerly known as Twitter because like no one knows what just the letter X is referring to. It's literally like the stand-in for other things. It's that's what he chose to name his company. Anyway, he's a funny guy. Yes, um, and I can't wait for his movie, uh, directed by Jaron Aronofsky. Have you I heard mean, about hey, this? it could be like a social network situation. Yeah, or a Steve Jobs great movie. Um. So this prominent uh, journalist tweeted when uh, when Saltburn was just being seen for the first time. He tweeted, and I quote, Emerald Fennell, and I'm not sure if there was a comma or an ellipsis here, okay. but he said, Emerald Fennell, you naughty little filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> In prefacing his, you know, positive v- review or, you know, take on Saltburn. And then a, f- a good friend of mine tweeted out um, a picture of Jiminy Glick, <laughs> captioned Emerald Fennell, you naughty little filmmaker. That's very Jiminy. That's it's very, very It's extremely Jiminy, and I think about it all the time. Now, back to your initial question, Griffin. What did she mean by that? When you said, when, when, when you said, <laughs> Carmen is the guy in the Chiefs coming straight home to me. What, what did that mean? What was the that's, double meaning behind this? That's a good, this might be your first good impression. Wow. And I mean on me, not... <laughs> um, they say there's no second chance to make a good first impression, but I think you've nailed it. <laughs> oh, that's um, what you meant by on you. That's funny. Yeah. What did she mean? So the Chiefs. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. So I guess maybe within this political structure that she's positing... There's sort of a, an over, an overlord. Maybe I'm just thinking of this because I've been playing Middle Earth Shadow of War. Oh, uh, of course, the classic action adventure. You could call it an RPG if you like. Um, I don't. I won't. And of course, in that system, there are uh, orcish war chiefs who are ruled over by an over overseer, overlord. Not sure, but an over something. Right. So perhaps she. The guy on the chief, like the guy above the chiefs. Yeah, I'm not sure. So you think she's talking about a Middle Earth orc? I'm saying she's talking about an I orcish mean, overlord. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Did you hear that? Uh, speaking of something totally different, unrelated to what we're talking about, did you hear that Jason Kelsey was a finalist for Sexiest Man Alive? Yeah. Um, listen, I can see why he would be that to some people. A finalist? Yes. I don't know. Maybe if it was like. 
sexiest offensive lineman because you know how they do all those like subcategories i think he's right up there for sexiest offensive lineman i believe travis kelsey again unrelated to anything else also won sexiest athlete well i mean they'd be foolish not to this is a good list but play the theme song and we can talk about this list hit it yeah perfect Welcome back. Uh, there's no time to waste. Welcome for the first time. Welcome in. Come, please, sit, relax. Who knows where they are right now, Chris? Maybe they're driving. Maybe they're on the subway. Who knows where they are right now? They being our, our lovely listener, who we're speaking directly to right now. None of these other Well, they probably know. Just you. No, we're talking to you. Just you. This is my um, request for us to be sexiest podcasters. Is my it's your audition. request? Not my, my <laughs> audition. Because what's please sexier than direct, sexiest podcasters. direct personal attention? No, didn't someone We're actually win contact. Sexiest Podcaster? Didn't someone actually win Sexiest Podcaster? But it was like someone who isn't really primarily a podcaster, so it was kind of cheap. Right, it was probably like, you know, Jason Bateman. All right, you oh, start. I've, I have the information on Sexiest Podcast Host. The winner, of course, Griffin, was Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah, that's that's nonsense. <laughs> to be fair. I mean, that might be his number one income stream Can't you make days. the argument that Taylor Lautner's primary occupation is podcast host? I thought it was... What else are you hearing from Taylor Lautner these days? I know he shows he, of up at a lot of Taylor Swift He, of music video. He's good friends with Taylor Swift. He, and something he, wrong with he that. Really, uh, he's really hanging on to that. You ha- you really have you have the top of the intangibles here. No more Taylor talk for the episode. Yeah, that does but, uh, also include Taylor Lautner. Just because last week we we went long on the Taylor talk, and it's it's been mm. a it's been a recurring issue for us lately. This is a sports it's podcast. A uh, so let's um, do let's break down this people's sexiest man award listing that you have here. <laughs> I know you meant People Magazine, but <laughs> just, just the people. people's sexiest man is a weird thing to hear of course the um, overall title went to patrick dempsey at the height of his cultural relevance and fame so that makes a lot on. of sense i mean he's a sexy man but why not give it to him 10 years ago when he's playing? no it's better it's better to do it now you think so yeah i think okay. it's a make it's a more interesting choice to do it now i was talking with someone and I, the obvious choice and allegedly again this is from a, 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 an insider source oh, one of the people uh, one of the people, whatever that means. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> this is getting confusing already. Welcome to High Floor. It's a stupid name for a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which is which is the worst magazine name? Actually, I have three. Okay. Okay. Number one is People. Right. Number two is Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and number three is Life. <laughs> I'm going to go... Time, people, life. Time is stupidest. Life is the least stupid. Okay, and number four is chickadee. Oh, don't even, man. I'm just when I graduated to owl after chickadee, that was a big <laughs> that moment was major for, me. for you. Shout out chirp, by the way, as well. I haven't thought about any of those in. I'm 26, so probably literally 20 years. No, he owl. Hurt. I was owl. I was reading when I was 10, so 16 years. We are so close in age for <laughs> you so. to be. I don't think so. You are closer to my age than you are to Evie's age. <laughs> well, I think that says a lot about you. It does. Uh, robbing the Cradle. Um, Griffin, the other finalists for People's Sexiest Podcast Host Award, an extremely unflattering photo of Dax Shepard. <laughs> are there flattering photos of Dax Shepard? I would think more fl- <laughs> I'm going to send it to you right now. Sort of underneath this... Uh, defense executive that i sent you a photo of that i said looked like chris jenner and then immediately oh, that above is... that is nba 70s nba player bingo smith uh, those are just... the photos that i sent to you yes like uh, i said the big an extremely three. unflattering photo yeah not a good photo of dak shepherd he's got very pronounced eye sockets in this absolutely um, uh and the other finalists were nick vial don't know who of course is. of uh bachelor fame okay he was a multi-time uh, bachelor appearer. Um, and then Dom Gabriel, who's apparently from Toronto. Do you know Dom Gabriel? No, I don't know who that is either. 
It appears that he won... What is Perfect Match? Netflix's Perfect Match? All right. That says enough. <laughs> That's it. He, he's perhaps a reality star of some sort and has since branched out into... Uh, Seems as though Other... he may be. So these are the people that I lost to for people's sexiest men. Yes. I honestly I'll say it. I don't think you were in the running. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't not that you don't deserve <laughs> wow. to any not not it's not it's not a comment, a qualitative comment. <laughs> I'm just saying objectively speaking, you don't, I don't think, think I was they considered. considered you. No. I think they're going for more name value recognition. So if our podcast was bigger, maybe I could be considered absolutely okay all right i'll take that it's a and problem with my podcasting you... not with my sexiness yeah you maybe have also to be um you have to be famous for something else first <laughs> seems to be the way that it goes i guess so yeah in this day and age uh but chris weren't we also going to do the sexiest football players or sexiest athletes wasn't that yes the original i'm ready to conceit? give you sexiest athletes i just really quickly want to give you sexiest musician okay because it's it's a it's a varied list so harry styles wins was and then be- this was before he shaved his head though <laughs> i would imagine so this image he has full hair um harry styles and then the other nominees tim mcgraw bad bunny and future Bad Bunny's a good-looking young man. I don't think Absolutely. I can picture Dim McGraw off the top Again, of my head. Again, an unflattering photo is what I'm looking at here. So that yeah. may be a contrib- He kind of looks like Rob Schneider in this photo. <laughs> oh, good. Well, people's sexiest comedian, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> don't, don't get me started on people's sexiest funny man, because Trevor Noah has that one locked up. Like, in that he won, or in your mind he has that? In that he won. Oh, okay. Last year it was Colin Jost, I think. Uh, also in the running, John Mulaney, Hassan Minaj, too soon, and mm. Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers has a good, good dad sexiness about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to bring this back to sports, we Chris. Got. Please let we me judge the must. appearance of these. Is it NFL players or athletes? It is athletes. Okay, and I think they've selected a solid list. Is it active athletes, or can I still pick Dwayne Wade? <laughs> they are all. They are all active athletes. Damn, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's a very good-looking man. Yeah, and a game with Chubby Bunny. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't know Chubby Bunny? Oh, the game where you where put, you the put marshmallows in your mouth? He he knows how to dress. He's well-styled. He's a, he's a stylish he's man. He's a good man. He's a good father. He supports LGBT rights. We yes, like he that. does. Um, But yes, these are all active athletes. Would you like to guess, Griffin? Would you like to throw out some thoughts on who you think is... uh... Well, we know Travis Kelsey wins. Travis Kelsey is the winner. I'm going to say Joe Burrow is in there. Joe Burrow is in there. Shout out to my friend Alexia, who's madly in love with Joe Burrow. I Um, have heard a lot of things from... uh... I don't think her other pick is going to be in there. She's also madly in love with Austin Matthews, who I don't think has cultural cachet. No No hockey players? Also, like... Honey, please. That, trust me. I've tried to talk her off that ledge. Um, <laughs> like, until he gets out his forehead <laughs> shaved. I, I've been saying this exact same thing to her. He looks better in a hockey helmet than he does without a hockey helmet. That's saying. That's saying. That's um, saying the truth. I'm Jimmy Garoppolo has got to be on the list. Interesting, but no. No more NFL players. You've exhausted the NFL. Okay. Uh, so we're going to the NBA. I'm going to say, did Jalen Brown make the list that's a great guess but no nba players griffin no nba players of any sort Did. i don't think they fit with people's uh wait so i'm out of nfl players there are no nba or nhl players oh are we talking like soccer players is neymar on the list that's another great guess but there are no soccer players <laughs> who did they get um i guess these the are, only these major are, is you will they these are two pretty obvious choices out like you will understand instantly once you say them okay is aaron are there any baseball players is aaron judge there is a baseball player not aaron judge is it shohei otani it is shohei Ohtani. okay he's a sexy man for sure Absolutely. I mean, sorry, never mind. What? Um, <laughs> we'll just spit it out. <laughs> You're among friends. I just feel like you see Shohei Otani in like a tight T-shirt. His arms really. Uh, pop. No, he's yeah. It, it gets the heart pounding. I don't usually. Uh, never with, mind. What like continent is the fourth athlete from? Um, I would say Europe, 
But there's some question about that these days. Joel Embiid? Because <laughs> <laughs> he had this whole thing about playing yeah. for different countries and stuff. <laughs> but he's not sexy. That, why would I say he was from Europe? Because <laughs> he almost played for Team France. He was playing right. for Cameroon, and then he like, almost played for France, and now he plays for Team USA. Certainly, I would think of Joel Embiid as African predominantly. Maybe that's... Uh... I mean, I'm trying to think of guys who are like European and not. Giannis Antetokounmpo is Greek, but also Nigerian. Uh, yeah. Is, is it him? No, there are no NBA okay. players, famously. Uh, you got you to think more esoteric in the sport. Although, are they a very British? popular sport. They are British. So that's what you meant by European, but not. <laughs> um, political humor. Do they play, but they don't play soccer. Mm-mm. Oh, is it my, do I love this athlete? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Is it I don't know. Sir Lewis Hamilton? It is Sir Lewis Hamilton. One of my favorite athletes in the entire world. Yes. Okay. Well deserved. Very well deserved. I, there's yeah. a big ad for him. I think it's an ad for like watches that I walk past uh, on my way to and from work, and it always just... Mm. I go, like, hey, what's up, Sir Lewis? How you doing? Hey, Lou. Sometimes I'm wearing my Lewis Hamilton hat while I walk past. What does that entail? It's a white hat with the Mercedes logo and a little 44 on the brim. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Official merch. Yeah. So Okay, so our four sexiest athletes are Travis Kelsey, Lewis Hamilton, Shohei Otani, and Joe Burrow. That's correct. All right. That's not a terrible list. Shout out to the people. Not a bad shout list. Shout out to the people. Speaking of shout outs, Chris, I also want to give a quick shout out to probably on the, the short list. Sexiest Grandpa for... Pierce Brosnan? That's a good pick. That's a good pick for Whoa, Al Grandpa. Roker. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. No, uh, sexiest baseball writer, Mitch Bannon, who came on the podcast last <laughs> okay. week. That was great I... to have mitch on and i think however he shouldn't have done that uh because just he days got the AFL, got the hflc dump yeah just days <laughs> after mitch appeared on our podcast uh si decided that they were cutting uh blue jays beat reporting for next year so um through no fault of mitch's own i'm sure he found himself mm-hmm. getting laid off so we just wanted to give a shout out to mitch uh plug his socials again at mitch bannon if you guys want to go follow him, I think that will probably help him as he tries to find new places to write. And also, if you like baseball, he's a great follow. So please go follow at Mitch Bannon. Let's get him a bump up and because uh, we, we need his writing for 2024. Uh, so shout Absolutely. out to Mitch, and thanks again for coming on. And I, as I told him, he's more than welcome to come on here and make content for free anytime he wants. Absolutely. I'm glad that we... Uh snuck him in um yeah we're, we're i guess we were probably his last official appearance <laughs> which is just truly not what he deserved at all mitch also writing uh over at odds shark oh good just by the by um so you know but definitely uh if any big decision makers in the sporting world are listening to this you As could, they all are could do no better than to add mitch bannon to your your stable um maybe what's we should draft teams for mitch to start covering mm. like do you think he would move to i mean he talked about house wait was this on mike that he talked about minneapolis i, I think that was off mic. I, I think that was I off mic. so we'll, we'll leave his say. comments about minneapolis <laughs> up to the listener's imagination but he loved it there guys uh if you want to hire mitch to cover the twins i'm sure he'd love to move to minneapolis let's get mitch wild. on the yankees beat that would be great he I, as someone who's known mitch for a long time He's he's got a Yankees vibe. That's interesting. You can make of that what you will. No, Mitch knows. Of course, Mitch he knows has a Syracuse life. history. Yes, went to Syracuse University, a, a graduate of that prestigious sports journalism program. See, there's the no reason. Orange. There's no reason not What's to up? hire this man. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, huge shout out and uh, keep up the. <laughs> I just saw the picture of Tim McGraw that you sent. Me. <laughs> Okay. Why are his eyes so beady? <laughs> Is this People Magazine's official picture? They yes, these are they are putting these photos out. That's terrible. There's got to be better photos of these sexy men. There's got to be. There's got to be. Um. Uh, how are we doing on time here, Chris? We are twenty <laughs> minutes in. 
That's, we're right in the sweet spot. You yeah. don't want to talk about the food at BMO Field? I went to BMO Field. I had a delicious sandwich, uh, porchetta sandwich, and they just had lots okay. of like really good-looking options. Uh, so shout out to BMO Field. And uh, what kind of toppings were you looking at there? There was like some arugula and the sauce, and it was on like a nice bun. Okay. Came with some kettle cooked chips. It was good. It was a good sandwich with a beer. It was forty dollars, so that you could work on that. Sure. You know. <laughs> but the sandwich crazy. was good. Uh, and just quickly speaking of the Blue Jays, they hire Don Mattingly as their offensive coordinator. They just announced they're hiring Demarlo Hale as their associate manager. Weird job title. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Just hire a bench coach. That's so strange. Yeah. And That's what course, a bench coach famously, is. Yeah. Famously sticking with their hitting coach. Yeah. Well, a surprise to Controversial say move. Chris, if I had to say one segment that defines high floor, low ceiling in your eyes, and it's not a draft, what is it? Writing a Christmas movie. Whoa. God, we're close. <laughs> we're so close. I have so many plans this year. Well, you know my plans. We're going to have, I think we're going to have two Christmas episodes for you guys this year. We're going to have a Christmas sugar plum. The typical Christmas special and a bonus Christmas bracket episode. Not to tease things too early. (laughs) We're going to. Absolutely what you're doing, but press on. (laughs) I'm teasing things at an appropriate time. It's about a month from now. Mm -hmm. We're going to be having the. And I think we're going to try and get lots of great guests as well. So there's lots of exciting stuff to look forward to at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, I want to play real or fake with you, Chris. But you know how we typically, you know how we typically play real or fake, where we choose one league, and we of see teams are this real or fake. Well, I'm gonna knock your socks off. Uh, Whoa. Swallowed the swear word for all they the work of self censorship. Thank yeah. you. Uh, that reminds me. Um, shout out to my mom. If you're wondering why I didn't text you back, because uh, <laughs> of this. So. <laughs> I <laughs> just want to get that out there. There we go. I, Sharon, that's also the reason that I have not texted you back. I'm also Whoa. recording with Chris. And also, you haven't texted me. So those two things have combined to be uh, the reason that I haven't texted you back. Sorry, I, I almost... <laughs> this is now made... This is now an even worse segment than it already would have been. But I almost, I thought that I was going to get to break some great news or some big news about um, me being able to buy Taylor Swift tickets, but it was a Ticketmaster email about a different concert. Oh, no. You're, you're on the Vancouver list, though? I'm on the Vancouver list, and I got an email that was from Ticketmaster and said, important ticket instructions for, <gasps> and then trailed off. But it is a concert that I'm attending uh, this weekend, unfortunately. Right. Who you will not disclose. You are <laughs> I disclose for political reasons. <laughs> it's a um, Kanye West concert. Um, <laughs> it's a Donald Trump rally and he's going to rap. <laughs> I, mean, I call it a concert. Yeah. I call it hey, a concert. Hey, don't call it a concert. He sings. He does have a very sing-songy way of speaking. Yeah. Oh man, remember when he said, I did everything right and they indicted me? That was good. I'm so glad that that was You're saying it was good that he said that, or your impression was good? My impression, both. I think both. (laughs) It was a good impression. That was a strong, a strong Trump. Oh, I'm so happy that was on tape. Don't delete this. No, I will not. I will will clip that out and send it to you for, (laughs) for your own personal use. I don't think I want to hear it back, but real or fake, Griffin? You say we usually do one sport? Yeah, screw that. We're kicking no. the door down. We're 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 Breaking blowing the, the format ceiling. up. Yeah. Well, you can do that. I'm on the other side. I'm walking around on the glass <laughs> yeah, ceiling. You're, look, you're looking down and you're like, my floor. <laughs> <laughs> my high floor. My high glass floor. <laughs> the CN Tower high key has a high glass floor. Yeah. Um, and that's why they're the official sponsor of of this segment where I brag about my privilege. Um, <laughs> this is great. Do you think You're I, just complaining you think about I in trouble for this? I'm I'm admitting that I have privilege. I think I'm fine. Do you want to do your do you want to do your chunk about editors now that we're on mic? No, no. I love <laughs> no, editors. I love would editors. Would you say there's sad little people who live <laughs> no, in the I dark? Not. I did not say there are sad little people who live in the dark. I said one editor who will remain nameless was slow for me today. That's all. (laughs) 
Griffin, yes. let me throw something at you. I'm ready to catch it. Call me Travis Kelsey. Real or fake? More teams should do what the Commanders did a couple of weeks ago at the trade deadline with their handling of, uh, I almost said James Young. Remember James Young? No. Uh, with Chase Young, draft pick of the Celtics, and Montez Sweat. Uh, oh. So those jog, two players, the memory for the listeners. they were, I, I believe they were both going to the fourth year of their rookie contracts. Um, obviously would have been expensive to re-sign. Montez Sweat has now uh, signed an extension with the Bears, quite a large extension. I believe it's something like four years, over $100 million. Um, but they, the commanders, who had these great uh, defensive players and don't really figure to be in much contention this year, although, teaser for a future segment, we'll see about that. Uh, but they traded them for... A high second rounder for Montez Sweat and a third rounder for Chase Young. Not necessarily the kind of value you would associate with uh, players of that caliber, but you know, no. trades in the NFL can be a little difficult to pull off. Yeah. But in general, and we'll apply this to any sport, should more teams be cutting bait on players that are not a part of their future? Uh, I'm going to call this one real, Chris. Obviously, it's a lot easier, as I say often, for us to do this from the podcast chair than it is to do it from the GM chair when you have mm-hmm. real people and real families at stake and fans to answer to and all that. But I do think that I think I do think that I think that uh, <laughs> this is this is the way to do it. You once you come to the realization that a player is not a part of your future, get what you can. I mean, obviously, there are other circumstances about whether or not you're going to make the playoffs, like the Leafs with William Nylander right now, for example, even if they decide not that they're not going to be able to re-sign him. If they're in the middle of a playoff push, obviously, you don't trade him. But if you're a team like the Washington Commanders who are not making a Super Bowl run this year, uh, and these guys you decide for whatever reason aren't a part of your future, get some assets. Start rebuilding. Because if you don't, that's how you get caught in this terrible cycle of uh like that's how you become a i don't know bad franchise couldn't think of one off the top my go- two go-tos of cleveland browns and sacramento kings are both kind of good right now so i can't <laughs> use either of those anymore yeah the other thing is i think also i think that the other side of this you know beyond just like cutting bait on a player that's not a part of your future is a willingness to accept that a young star player might not be a part of your plan. Because I think that there yeah. is such an an urge, especially like you look at the NBA, there are so many players that will sign rookie extensions, sign huge extensions. And I think that teams maybe need to be a little more aggressive about how they manage those players. I mean, it's tough to sort of, I think, admit failure when... Not that it is necessarily admitting failure, but it feels like admitting failure if you spend a high draft pick on a guy. Like Chase Young went second overall to the Commanders, and then to trade him and sort of admit this is not someone who's going to change our franchise for 15 years and be end up on our level of excellence or whatever it is one day and stuff like that. Even though he's a great player. Yeah, he is, but it's just like that's a tough call to make. So I respect Washington for doing that, and uh, of course the famously well-run Washington Commanders. We all know that. We all have nothing but respect for their leadership groups going back years. Um, but yeah, I just I think that was the right move for them, and I'm sure they obviously you have to hit on the draft picks, but I think that that was a good call. Okay. Um, speaking of a team that refuses to cut bait on players that are not a part of their future, or you know has been criticized for that in the past, Griffin, I have here, it made more sense maybe on Friday than it does on Monday. The Raptors are back. <laughs> Fresh off their 30-point loss to the well, Boston Celtics. Celtics the Raptors are, are back. Um, I do... I, I'm kind of on board. It's it's a tough journey being a Raptors fan. We have talked many times on this podcast about how we really have no idea to make what to make of this team. Uh, but there is something here. Clearly, through Scotty Barnes and Dennis Schroeder, mostly, uh, who I think you could say, along with OG, have been like the three best players on the Raptors so far. I think that there is some sort of recipe for winning basketball and a potential play-in here. Um, 
I I do I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say real. The Raptors are back to their seven seed potential. Yeah, as you say, back to five hundred is really uh because I think that for many, myself included, I think the Trailblazers loss was a That was a, 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 a low a, point. A low point for sure. Um but then, you know, wins over the Bucks, the Spurs, the Mavericks, and you know, I think more than anything, just like strong fourth quarters is I think really what kind of impre- has impressed me over the last little bit like yeah, which is not something we've said about the Raptors often right exactly um and Scotty Barnes I mean what a what can you say about him uh lot very exciting what he has shown so far yeah, this year a third year lead. um absolutely I think basically what people wanted from him last year, he is yeah. now showing yeah. this year with like putting up like twenty ten and seven kind of lines. Um, I got one more, maybe two more for you here, Griffin. I'll save. Let Let's jump to uh, a couple of teams that are in the news, shall we say? Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. They are uh, heading into a brave new world with a new head coach. Yes, Connors. Uh, uh, junior coach, I believe he is. Or yes, was. kind of the kind of the Sheldon Keefe hiring of the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, the guy that they've wanted to hire for a while now. Some might say, uh, perhaps. And obviously, they will. Uh, I imagine be looking to win some games. Uh, they're not super far of a playoff spot. Uh, I would like to just toot my own horn briefly and say, I predicted that they would lose to the Sharks. And Did I you? knew that that would be the death knell. Um, Even though, they weirdly, just... they waited until after they won a game and then fired him. Well, I, I understood that. I was confused about that as well, but they were on a road trip. Oh, that's fair. That's classy. It's a classy move. <laughs> yeah, let super guy, classy. Let the guy be Definitely a dead man walking no. for a few games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all... Man, remember last year how uh, classy the Vancouver Canucks treated Bruce Boudreaux? Yeah. <laughs> They they just let him hang out for a while. <laughs> and everyone was talking about how classy that was. <laughs> yeah, we were all standing and clapping for them. Griffin, real or fake, the Oilers would be better off tanking. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there and then I'll give you a little more... Uh... I think that's fake. I think you only have so many... When you've got two guys like McDavid and Drysaddle and you have this ticking clock over your head with contracts and things of that nature, Uh, prime windows. I don't think you can afford to burn a year. I mean, and I don't think that even getting a number one overall pick is going to make this team much better. Like, you need win-now moves. The presumption would be that they would flip the pick, I think. Okay. Well, that's a little more interesting. I would say trade your first-round pick anyway and hope some team will like bank on it being a high-value one. Sure. Uh, but I don't think that tanking is the move. I think that they have to try and do as much as they can for as long as they have these two guys. Uh, I do think it seems like Connor is playing hurt right now, so maybe they should yes. sit him down for a bit and then sort of see where they are when they come out on the other side of that. Uh, but for right now, I don't think tanking is the move. I'm going to call that fake. Yeah, I think that that's part of it, that like to have guys like going crazy trying to save a season that looks pretty bad right now like you think they would need about 90 points 90 more points probably to be a western conference playoff team yeah um you know we'll see how that holds this year i mean like you have like the anaheim ducks in playoff position right now um so we'll see how much the the wild card in the west does get but like you know certainly minimum 85 more points in under 70 games it's not impossible certainly um and they're not that far out um i heard an interesting sort of perspective this was from jay woodcroft who was you know uh (laughs) speaking for his job (laughs) um in many ways but before a couple of games back before they played the sharks like he sort of pointed out oh well we're only seven games seven points out of a playoff spot and that's where we were a couple of years ago in february Mm. So, like, you know, when you put it in that perspective, then you sort of say, oh, okay, like, even though it is really ugly to look at, like, 3-9-1, and one, 
They're, I think, 2-7-1 and one in their last 10. It's not as bad as it seems, but again, that's you're expecting them to then start playing at the level that we've seen them be capable of, rather than saying that this first 13 games maybe indicates that they are not at that level right now. Yeah, teams haven't really had the time, like the playoff teams haven't had the time to put the distance on them despite their terrible start, but it does sort of, it gives you that ticking clock feeling where, okay, we, we, uh, we've we still only got this seven-point deficit, but we got to start winning in a hurry here because you're basically starting out of the gate seven points down and you've given yourself less games to make it up in, so... Time's ticking, and the Oilers need to rattle off like four or five nice wins in a row here to really get things back on track. Absolutely. Just a quick real or fake. This is just just an answer for I want from you. Is the Darnell Nurse trade going, or the Darnell's contract going to handicap them for? Is it going to? I'll say this. Is it going to cost them one of their two stars? Uh, I hesitate to speak out against anyone affiliated with Sarah Nurse, who we've established big fans of on this pod. Uh, Perennial draft pick. Yeah, I don't know if I... Mm, cost them one of those two guys? I'd say fake. Be a problem? I'd say real. It's already a problem. Yeah. Not much. Um, and one more for you, Griffin. One more that felt more maybe hot takey than uh, on Friday than it did today. <laughs> uh, but... The Maple Leafs will do more in the playoffs than the Canucks. Obviously, the Canucks, Real. very hot start to the season. But the Leafs also looked quite convincing in their win over them. Yeah, I was at that game, Chris. Shout out to my friend Archie, <laughs> who gave me, or gifted me and some other friends, fantastic tickets. I'm not sure if you wow. saw online. We were literally in the third row of the entire stadium. The Mark Giordano fight was meters away from us. Uh, it wow. was a great night, and the Leafs did look good. Um Took a little while to get going, as they always do, and I, I think the Canucks are legit, but they're not this legit. They the, right. the under underlying metrics have not quite supported a team of this caliber, so uh, I'd say that the Leafs will do better than the Canucks in the playoffs. I'll say that's real. Okay, I believe also a couple of weeks ago we did talk about uh, Elias Pettersson being an Art Ross candidate. Yeah, Just that's looking to bring good. that up. Uh, not sure how Jesper Brat's been doing lately, but we'll look into that. Um, I think we have to take a break, Griffin. We do. It's coming on break time. Okay. And when we come back, we will be making some executive decisions for a couple of uh, NFL teams. But it's more interesting than that sounds. So stick around. <laughs> when High Floorless Ceiling returns. I can't hear you. I muted myself instead of stopping the episode. Okay, we're stopping now. Folks, we are so back, and we're also so ready to be back, which is good because we are back. What'd you think of that? Like the Pokemon? Arbok? Cobra, Mm -hmm. if you will. If you're a backwards reader like me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's just a little little Easter egg for all those backwards (laughs) readers out there. Arbok is Cobra backwards with a K instead of a C. Is it an Easter egg? Sure. Okay. And Ekans? I'm going to blow your mind about Ekans. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Ekans, if you're a backwards huh? reader. I mean. <laughs> you, sorry, you jumped the gun with your, uh, yeah. with your huh. It's Snake backwards. Okay. That's interesting. Another so... little fun Easter egg if you're a reptile lover. <laughs> It's actually if you're a backwards reader, famously. And also a reptile lover. Okay. A reptile dysfunction. Um, that's something. This is terrible. I had you can't some deny fun, that that's wholesome facts for all the backwards readers. <laughs> and what you've did gone, I have? You've made it about penises. Oh, don't be disgusting. The original <laughs> snakes in many ways. <laughs> Pretty true. Pretty sure. You're Adam going by Eve. biblical, yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, speaking of Adam and Eve, Chris, we're going to be playing God in this segment. <laughs> we are going to be doing what man was not designed to do, 
and changing the results of the NFL season. Hey, no man except freaking, uh, I was about to say Gary Bettman. (laughs) Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Famously. (laughs) Beloved icon. Mm Mm-hmm. They should change the Lombardi trophy. To the Goodell trophy? To the Bettman Cup. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be their in-season tournament five years from now. Yeah. Why? They should have given it a name. The in-season Just tournament? Just quickly. The Stern, mm-hmm. the Stern Cup. Done. Stern My My suggestion was instead of having the city jerseys and the special courts, you do... The Sternament. The NBA in-season <laughs> Sternament. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually something. But my suggestion was um, that you do, instead of whatever the city jerseys are supposed to be, you do retros or reverse retros of course they were nice. very popular uh in the nhl last year um but that you do some kind of throwback uh jerseys you do a throwback court you do the multicolored ball oh. from the aba the red white and blue ball iconic and instead of calling it the in-season tournament boring you call it the heritage cup Oh, I like that a lot. Uh, do the players also have to wear the like knee-high socks and short shorts? Yes, there is a minimum, maximum short length, <laughs> and it's not very high. Um, that I love that idea. That would be great next year for the mm-hmm. in-season tournament. And speaking of Griffin, um, they just announced today the Carolina Hurricanes are going to wear some Hartford Whalers jerseys. I saw that complete with the Cooperalls. Mm-hmm. Which is it's exciting. very exciting. I feel like the players are going to hate it. Um, <laughs> well, only for warm-ups. Are the Cooper Alls only for warm-ups? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah I forgot. Um, the NHL is so good and so fun. And that's why we're going to talk about the NFL. Absolutely. And like I said, we're going to be playing God. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, right now, the NFL playoff picture is starting to shape up. We're more than halfway through the season. And when you think about the playoffs, it's not the way it should be right now. There's uh, there's some stuff in there that we don't want to see. And so we're going to fix it. We're going to change it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I agree. <laughs> what we're going to do in this segment, this is a, a new one, I think. for the... We're going to make some people mad. Well, we didn't think of a name for this segment. Oh, well, I'll just quickly vamp for a few seconds by talking more about uh, other things that you could name after David Stern. Of course, this is okay. the in-season Sternament. Uh, okay, the kind NBA of going back to the well. Straft, which <laughs> the is the NBA Stern tournament. <laughs> uh, there's the playoffs, which of course you could call the Dave Offs um, for David Stern. Uh, there is. Okay, I got it. Okay. This segment, of course, Griffin That's is good, called. Because I was out of David Stern. <laughs> really? Well, you had Straft. <laughs> that was solid gold. This segment, Griffin, is called "Take Him Out and Make Him Shout." Because mm, they're going to be mad, or alter, you could also interpret it as um, because. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to just just totally subjectively, not based on record, not always based on the quality of the team. No, this is a vibe exercise. This is a vibe exercise through and through. But we're going to be switching around the NFL playoffs. We're going to be kicking some teams out unceremoniously and bringing in some teams that we would rather see play an NFL playoff game than uh, the currently extant playoff teams. And so we're going to kick them out. And then the teams that get in, they're going to shout. Hooray. Yeah. And let it all out. Sure. Screaming so I think we should call it... Sure. I think we should call it take them out and make them shout parenthetical. Hooray. You've done it again, Chris. You're You're the best in the business for an absolute reason. And you put it on display every single week. You're at high floor, low ceiling. Uh, it's an honor to watch your process. <laughs> it's an honor to serve. It's an honor just to be nominated for Sexiest Podcaster. <laughs> um, Wait, what? You got nominated? I thought the whole um, reason. By Maxim. Oh, right. Yeah, you're on the Maxim Hot <laughs> 100. Because people only do men. Do they, do, they only do, do they still do the Hot 100, or has that been canceled? They must. By, I, I you think Maxim they do. caves to... The PC culture. Do, you, do I think Maxim went woke? <laughs> I don't. I don't. 
No, here it is. The hot one, the women of the 2023 Maxim Hot 100. But it appears to have, it appears to now be unranked. Can that possibly they're, they're be just so? Saying, Here's a hundred hot women. They've caved. They're Maxim not ranking. Maxim has gone woke. Hold on, hold on. This can't be so. Uh, what else is there? Oh no. There's the Larry O'Brien Trophy, which of course you can now call the Davy O'Brien Trophy. <laughs> Davy O'Brien's turn. Okay, I guess the winner. Oh, but they did go woke. Um, sorry, <laughs> I should stop saying that. Well, no, but you forgot that we work for. Uh, what do we work for now? Ben Shapiro's company. We're there. Right. Sports Daily podcast. Wire. Or whatever. Yeah, the Daily Wire. We're their sports podcast. Well, that's good. Um, but the winner was Ashley Graham, who is a uh, Isn't she a, a, model. a model? Yeah. Yes, she was on the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I believe she made probably made waves for uh, you know being a plus size model. Uh, who's the sexiest um, athlete according to the Maxim Hot 100? That is a great question, and I will try. Since 2016, they have released the rest of the Hot 100 in random order. So there is no... Uh, There's only number there is one. There's no winner. There's only a number one. Okay, well, congratulations um, to Ashley Graham. I'll try and find an athlete. Because last year, 2022, the winner was uh, Paige Spiranak. Is that her name? I don't know who that is. The gol- She was a, a golfer. A golfer? Oh, interesting. Or well, um, maybe more of a, a golf influencer, perhaps. Ah, I don't believe she ever uh, played on the LPGA or anything she of that She's an nature. American media personality, golf instructor, and former professional golfer. Okay. Oh, and here are lots of pictures. Here's a picture of her holding golf balls up where her nipples would normally be. She's got a shirt on, <laughs> and then in front of the shirt, she's holding <laughs> golf balls in a, in a nipple, a nip, a nippular position. So there's, sure, she's suggesting nipple. And here's a Toronto Sun article from just four hours ago. Paige Spiranak shocked by outrage over her latest cheeky outfit. Uh-oh. Uh, Frankly, I would be shocked by the outrage as well. Um, okay, we've got singers here. They're sort of sorted by categories. Icons and megastars. Wow. That appears to be, but I don't know, Instagram sirens? Okay. Um, Weird phrase to choose absolutely i don't feel like i'm maxim cover squad so i guess that's mostly fit and fabulous here we go okay um trying to find a name i recognize we got allison stock or stoke uh track and field athlete sure. she's also married to ricky fowler i'm seeing here the golfer uh of course livy dunn of course Getting rizzed up by Baby Gronk. Okay. I'm so I have a, we never... I have a great video to send you later. Okay, this is all getting cut, by the way. <laughs> but suffice it to say, I was on there as well. And now we're going to talk about... <laughs> I still can't believe you got it and I didn't. We need... Well, you That's know. fucked up. Well, you know, they're trying to go woke, so... You told me it was all about podcast talent. I did not say that, actually. <laughs> I said popularity, not talent. Um, Griffin, I have more let's talk about the, the AFC. This one's a pr- pretty cut and dry, but I, I don't think we disagree here. Maybe no, uh, we can get so. a hot take in here. We rarely disagree, actually. It's part of what gives the podcast its lack of flair. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the bottom two teams in the AFC, the Steelers and the Browns, they're currently both 6-3. and three. Which I had no idea about. No one told me about this. Yeah, it's it's alarming. They're just kind of quietly chugging along. Um, by the way, just quickly, what do we think about the Ravens? They'll be fine. Tough one last yesterday, but uh, they'll win the division. They'll go to the Super Bowl. They'll go to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's the kind of prediction I was looking for from you. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yes, you can dump those two teams, slot in the uh, Bengals and Bills, who are currently only one game out right now. But I just want to throw in there, Houston Texans. Oh, they should stay in for sure. 
They're not in right now. Aren't Wait, the how many playoff seed? teams are there now? Seven. There are seven playoff teams? Okay. Yeah. Statement retracted. Yes, they are a well-deserving team. I don't want to take them out at all. Uh, CJ Stroud. It's lighting the thrilling. league on fire. Absolutely thrilling. Big game for them against the Bengals next week. Hey, there you go. Wait, no. Um, so they can stay in. That so that's perfect. Sense. The Ravens play we can the Bengals bump- this week. Hmm. I have another mystery to solve. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> they just played the Bengals. They just beat the Bengals yesterday. So that's a big I- win. I believe another game-winning, a lot of game-winning drives yesterday. That was the big story of the day. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. We're, we'll bump the Steelers and the Browns, who I believe played each other yesterday. Am I not correct in that? Uh, no, the Browns beat the Ravens yesterday. Oh, yes. But they both, the, the Browns had the game-winning field goal. Against the Ravens. Against the Ravens. And then the Steelers had the game-winning interception against the Packers. I see. But the NFC, Chris, is where this gets tricky. It was very cut and dry in the AFC. We want the Bills in. We want the Bengals in. No we one want the boring AFC teams out. Yeah. yeah. But the NFC is fascinating because there's only, like, three good teams in the NFC. They're the Philadelphia Eagles, the Detroit Lions, and the San Francisco Start, There's only one good team in the AFC, but that's neither here nor there. Um... But yes, there are, there's a pretty clear top three, um, depending on how seriously you take the Lions. I think they're quite good. Uh, yeah, I think they've proved themselves here. Um, also, sorry, just then, before we move on, I had a quick mm-hmm. thought. The Los Angeles Chargers, do you want them in the AFC playoffs? No, or if they, gosh, no. They had enough chances. They've had their chances. and right. You're that's out, a, uh, LA. I'm out. Put them in the freezer. Put them in a coffin. Um... <laughs> And speaking of teams that have had their chances, Griffin, this is where I wanted to to put, bring up my first potentially hot take. They are a six and three team. They are chugging along just fine this year. They'll probably, you know, have another fine year. I have no interest in seeing the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs anymore. This is interesting to me. Don't you think that just by their very nature, things are more interesting when the Cowboys are around? But what's the point? You know, like, what are we doing this for? Just so we can laugh so, when they lose? I mean, kind of. Just so that but everyone can have a we team do that to root against year. in the Super Bowl. But there's always teams to root. Like, you know, it's it's not like, well, I mean, I, I do like the 49ers, actually. But, you know, pe- historically, the 49ers are a hated team. People uh, enjoy rooting against I, them. I never, like... I'm sort of the, it's sort of the same way I feel in baseball where I'm always like even though I cheer for a team in the same division I always just think it's like it's just a little more interesting when the Yankees make the playoffs because there's so much no. on the line there like there's so I mean, much the other of a thing standard that, of greatness not so with the Cowboys as much That's as the, the thing is that the if when the Yankees are in the playoffs you're like uh-oh they're like you know because presumably they're good like they'll presumably have a pretty star-studded team if they're the Yankees and they're in the playoffs so you're kind of like, uh-oh, this team could maybe go and win the whole thing. But then the Cowboys, you never think that. Yeah. Not once have you not once have I thought that. No, that's true. I just I have three teams that are in the NFC playoffs right now that I would rather kick out before I kick out the Cowboys. Sure. Um, and why don't you tell me one of those teams and then we can talk about who we're slotting in in their place. Uh, I'm going to say let's get the New Orleans Saints out of there. An undeserving playoff team if I've ever seen one. They're 5-5 five and five right now but are technically first in the gosh, in the godforsaken NFC South. <laughs> the gosh forsaken. The gosh forsaken NFC South. Um, it's just this will not stand. This will not do. So let's get the Los Angeles Rams in there. Matthew Stafford. See, Healthy. That was an interesting choice for me. I just think that they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. If they can get Stafford healthy, throwing to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, there's there's enough fun stuff in there for them to play an entertaining playoff game. But are we... How How is that going to happen? <laughs> well, we take the Saints out. Right. No, I mean, like, how is how are you going to have a healthy Matt Stafford? Oh. <laughs> That's kind of how well, I feel. He's been... I, I feel like he can he can grit it out. He's a tough guy for one playoff game. He can grit it out. We'll get Connor O'Neill on here to to give us the exact roadmap. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just thought that that was an interesting choice. They haven't really. Obviously, Puka is a great story. 
They haven't, and I like the Rams. I famously picked them last year in the uh, drafting. All, what's the name of that segment? Uh, the city? No, no, not the city's draft. The uh, one year from now type. Yeah, draft. yeah, where we picked all the teams and who would do the best. Um, you know what my favorite part of those is? Is how we always are sure to revisit them. We follow up. That's what we do. High <laughs> ceiling. It actually stands for high follow low ceiling. High functioning, <laughs> well planned. Um, Maybe but next yeah, week I mean, we'll do a check-in. I mean, I'm looking through the list here, and there isn't really a team that I would rather put in over the Rams. That's the um, thing. Other, with the other NFC. than other than my one pick, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. Yeah, I'd be. I could see fun. that Baker Mayfield get in there. That would be a kind of a nice story. But the they're no more champ. deserving than the Saints, for example. No. I think the Chicago Bears, like, obviously are not very fun, but I, I like the, the vibe. I'm a, so I'm a Justin though. Fields believer till I die. Uh, it would be fun it, for him to have, like, a great playoff game or a disastrous playoff game. They'd both be yeah. fun. I feel like he's played better this year than he hasn't. Mm, I'm not sure about that. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. Absolutely, and we don't begrudge him for it. Um, but the team that I want to slot in here, Griffin, a team we were talking about at the top of this episode, the Washington Commanders, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, uh, Sam Howell, kind of one of the, quietly one of the best stories yeah. of the NFL this season. Absolutely. Um, they trade. They traded Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone likes Scary Terry McLaurin, uh, and I just think it's fun to see like different teams in the playoffs. And the Commanders feel like they haven't been in the playoffs in a while. Uh, yes, I don't know how true. Let me let me quickly check the stats here. Well, they they were in the good. playoffs in 2020, but they were seven and nine. They right. have not finished over 500 since 2015. I guess they were eight, seven, and one in 2016 as well, but they certainly have not been good in a long time. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Commanders. That doesn't matter anymore because we have appointed yeah, we're, we're you a playoff now. team. And who are you taking out? Um, I am taking it. Yes, I'm taking the Cowboys. So I'm, okay. I think that. Yeah, I think I am not necessarily on board with taking the Saints out and putting the Rams in. I'm pro taking the Cowboys out. Is there a different team you would replace with the Rams? No, not really. I really want to get the Vikings out of there. No, because they're kind of fun now because they don't have like losing cousins gave them a little bit of a a, a bit of juice to root for them. But it's like we like the Seahawks. Nope, can't can't uh, can't say a bad word about Seahawks. I have you've been. I have loyalties (laughs) that must be upheld. I'm Which, starting of course, Jackson you, for Smith years, and you, Jiba. In, I remember uh, you telling me for years that you've been a huge Seattle Seahawks fan, and you've always yeah. loved them. Those are my guys. I love... Uh, it's in Jigba. I almost said way. Earl Watson, erstwhile uh, coach of the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Who do I mean? Jackson Smith. Earl Thomas. In Jigba. And Earl Thomas, yeah, who is no longer in the NFL, I don't think. What I, I what did I say? You said, like, in Jiba. That's close enough. Don't make that mistake um, around the family. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I will be sure not to. Well, Griffin, <laughs> I think that's it. So, congratulations to the Bills and Bengals. We're helping you out when you really should have done it on your own. Uh, and congratulations. And then a split decision for the Rams and the Commanders. The Rams and the Commanders. I like the Commanders pick. Yeah. Um, I just take the take the Saints and the Vikings out. Okay. But you know, it's that time again. Time to say goodbye. Oh, so sad. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> um, you know, HFLC podcast on Twitter. Griffin Porter 97. I don't care. See House and Jane on Twitter. And as we mentioned before, follow Mitch Bannon. Yeah. Um, regardless of anything else in the world, a terrific follow. Um. Shout out to my upstairs neighbors who sound like they are dragging a heavy chest across the uh, the floor, or maybe practicing rollerblading. Not unlike myself, you're practicing dragging a heavy chest. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, good for you. That seems like a fun hobby to try and take up. 
thank you all for listening. And until next time, please remember to keep your floors high and your ceilings low so you can hear all these uh, activities from your upstairs neighbor. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.